Welcome to Storytime with Grandma Rachel. I'm Grandma Rachel, and it's time to settle in. Get comfy in your favorite overstuffed chair. Escape into your imagination and the power of story. Listen in or read along. The choice is yours. I hope you'll join in often because story time is one of the most memorable ways to share time with the people you love. Let's get started. Snatched, Chapter 10, Magic Secrets The guests were escorted to a private nest. Molly and Abby curled up with Spunky wrapped in their floppy ear shawls and Moon tucked himself close, creating a splendidly safe and comfortable pile of fluff and fur. Do the eagles know you are the keepers of the magic? Moon whispered secretly. I do not believe so, answered Molly. We kept our magic buttons hidden from Gypsy when we freed her from the brambles in the Champlain Hills and Ridges, and we have not used any magic since we landed in the high nest. Good. Few should know, said Spunky. They know of magic from Galen, who helped us at the Flat Rock Ledge with the battle against the Quilza, explained Molly. He suggested they avoid it. Princess Annalie said the tunnel entrance is guarded by badgers, but they did not say who guards the queen in her cage of brambles, said Moon. Badgers too, I imagine, said Abby. Maybe she does not need a guard if the brambles are as thick as they reported, said Molly. Why have the brambles not choked her, as happened with Sylvie, Eric, and the Teen Eagle, asked Moon. Both Sylvie and Eric were immobilized really quickly. Princess Annalie said there is a trace of magic in the royal blood that prevents a stranglehold from forming. But that magic fades the longer the queen is in captivity. It has faded sufficiently that Gypsy, who is the queen's grand eaglet, was easily trapped in the brambles, explained Molly. Who should go with us, interrupted Spunky. I trust Vic, but he has a lame wing. Gypsy gets my vote, said Molly. Oh, agreed, said Abby. She trusted us as we freed her from the squeeze brambles. We can heal Victor's wing, said Molly. In fact, we should heal him, especially if he heard it when saving Moon. But that would give up the magic of the buttons, said Moon. Not necessarily. They heal. No need to say more than that, argued Abby. Just then, Victor stopped by to ensure his new friends were comfortable with their accommodations. Ah, Victor, is it? asked Molly. That is correct, my lady, answered Victor. Oh my, so polite and formal. Please call me Molly. We were just talking about you. I noticed earlier today that your left wing is injured. Yes, Molly, um, Molly. I was injured when I first met up with Spunky and Moon. It may heal with time. Oh, polite and humble too, said Abby. Moon tells us your wing was injured when you saved him from a dangerous fall. Perhaps, but not completely. He still managed to knock himself out cold. Spunky and I were quite concerned about his recovery, explained Victor. He failed to mention that bit to us, answered Molly with a reproving glance at Moon and Spunky. May we have a look at your wing? I believe we can speed along the healing process if you will let us. By all means, please do. I wish to resume my patrol duties as soon as possible, said Victor. We do have one condition, though, said Abby. 
I cannot betray my kin, but otherwise I am at your service, as are all the Twin Mountain Eagles, said Victor. You must not reveal we healed your injury, and you must accompany us on the Queen's rescue mission, insisted Abby. Victor chuckled. That is two conditions, both of which I accept. You do me a great honor, but please cover my eyes so that I can honestly say I do not know who or how my injury was healed, should anyone ask. Moon covered Victor's eyes, and the others remained silent during the healing process and ensured Victor remained unaware of who was doing what. There is a purple stain at the site of the repair, but your feathers will cover the mark, said Molly, but otherwise it should be almost as good as new. On the contrary, it hasn't felt this silky smooth since I was an eaglet. Perhaps you should mend all the eagles, said Victor. Snatched. Chapter 11. A Plan is Crafted. Early the next morning, the council convened in the Great Hall. Victor and Gypsy were waiting as Molly, Abby, Spunky, and Moon squeezed in around the flat rock table. Princess Anna Lee and the captain of the Eagle Patrols were the last participants to join the council. Welcome, friends. This is a historic moment for the Twin Mountain Eagle Clan. We have formed an alliance with the forest dwellers from beyond the Twin Pine Valley. We honor and sincerely thank Molly and Abby, who freed Teen Eagle Gypsy from the squeeze brambles. Even more selflessly, these adorable souls have agreed to assist in the rescue of Queen Enya. Princess Annalee continued, Queen Enya is captive in a cage of brambles deep in the cavern high in the East Mountain. The only known entrance to this cavern is guarded by vicious badgers and is too narrow to permit flight. We meet today to devise a plan to disarm the badger guards, traverse the narrow tunnel, then reach and prune the bramble cage without waking the dragon. Dragon? There's a dragon? interrupted Moon. Well, that's a challenge worth knowing about ahead of time. Yes, a dragon guards the bramble cage. It is weary of its tedious charge and is very angry and hateful in its isolation, explained Princess Annalee. How can we take down such a beast? asked Spunky. With an unpredictable, very bold move, answered Princess Annalee, two tiny cats dare to enter the dragon's den and free the prisoner. That is unimaginable to the dragon and our only hope to save our queen. This is folly. Surely you cannot be serious, interrupted Moon. Are you certain the queen is within the bramble cage? Yes, she is to the best of our knowledge, answered Princess Annalee. Spunky, we must leave, commented Moon. They are asking Molly and Abby for a sacrifice too great. Your concern is warranted and shows great love for your friends, Moon. But would you not take the slimmest chance to rescue someone you love from unending misery and isolation? asked Princess Annalee. If we agree to this nonsense plan and the dragon attacks, then what happens? asked Moon. I somehow doubt a simple, oh, we're sorry, we just want the queen back, then we will be on our way. Apology will appease the dragon. 
No, it won't, and I would never sacrifice Molly and Abby. Our Eagle Scouts, once in the cavern, will be able to fly and will protect Molly and Abby should the dragon attack, explained Princess Anna Lee calmly. The Queen would forbid a reckless rescue attempt. One step at a time, we must first get through the tunnel, interrupted Victor. You are worried about badgers, not a fire-breathing dragon, asked Moon, rather stunned. Dragons are not bright, and they are easily confused and distracted. I will happily use myself as a distraction, flying around its head, screeching in its ears, and scratching at its eyes. That will give Molly and Abby time to free Queen Enya, said Victor. I will do the same, said Gypsy. We must get past the badgers and through the tunnel, said Victor. That is easy. Badgers are not a match for Spunky or I, said Moon. We can take them out with one of you on each of our backs, said Spunky. Are you actually considering this attack plan, Spunky? asked Moon in disbelief. Yes, I would take all risks to save Sunny, Molly, or Abby, as would you for the puppers or Shine, agreed Spunky. Excuse me, please, but does anyone want to know what we think? Molly asked quietly. We are tiny and can sneak silently. No one needs to fight the dragon unless we are spotted while we untangle the brambles. I agree with Princess Anna Lee. Our strength is in surprise and the ridiculousness of the plan. The dragon will not expect two tiny tabby cats to free the queen. It will expect a great fight. A fight which I think should be staged as a diversion to keep the attention of the badgers and the dragon away from the cage of brambles. How does the dragon see outside the cavern if the only entrance is too small for eagles to fly through? asked Abby. The dragon has a magic mirror through which it can see the activities around the entrance to the cavern, answered Princess Annalie. So a battle could be started to draw the badger guards out of the tunnel and distract the dragon. Then our little party can silently pass through the tunnel and rescue the queen, said Abby. That settles that, said Princess Annalie. A battle will be designed, even if it's between eagles, to keep the dragon distracted while you do your work. The rescue party will be small. Molly, Abby, Spunky, and Moon, and two eagles, Victor and Gypsy. If Molly and Abby are spotted by the dragon, Victor and Gypsy will grab them and retreat. Spunky and Moon can stand guard near the brambles, but hidden from view. Once the queen is freed, she may need help, which Spunky and Moon can provide. She will not slip off Spunky's back, no matter how rough the return journey may be. Snatched, Chapter 12, Unseen Spell Both Spunky and Moon were uneasy with this plan. Too much depended on the dragon being distracted. It's okay, fellas. We have a secret that will be very helpful, said Molly. We can use our magic buttons to make us, all of us, unseen. The dragon will not see us as we untangle the brambles. Seriously, uttered Moon in disbelief. Extraordinary. 
Yes, we have wanted to tease both of you with this unseen spell since the Hidden Valley adventure, but Shine forbids it, said Abby. Yes, it's so very tragic. We could have had so much fun, teased Molly. But as Shine says, magic is not a toy. We will have to tell Victor and Gypsy about the unseen spell, but I'm certain they will keep it secret, said Abby. Once the badgers are drawn out of the tunnel and the distraction battle is underway, we will invoke the unseen spell and rescue the queen. Is it all set for the distraction battle? Gypsy asked Victor. I believe so, answered Victor. I'm not really involved in that part of the plan. I'm going with you and the others from the forest. You know that. Certainly feels odd. Our part of the plan is to wait for the plan to fail before we spring into action, said Gypsy. Yes, it is odd to monitor and watch carefully only to swoop in if the plan fails, said Victor. Your wing healed up fast, commented Gypsy. Yes, it did. Perhaps I didn't tumble as hard as I thought, and the rest afterwards has made a significant difference, explained Victor. You will enjoy riding on Spunky's back. It's an unusual feeling, but you never slip. Early the next morning, the rescue team headed off for the East Mountain. Getting Spunky and Moon to the East Mountain without being noticed seemed an impossible task. To hike down the West Mountain, across the flooded valley, and then hike up the East Mountain to the cavern entrance would take days. There was no way around it. Spunky and Moon had to be carried across the valley. It took three eagles, two at the hind end and one at the scruff of the neck, making for a very unpleasant crossing for both Spunky and Moon. I hope that was a one-way trip complained Spunky as he was plopped down in the drop zone not far from the cavern opening. Moon was equally unimpressed with the mode of transport. Molly and Abby rode on Victor and Gypsy's shoulders. The wind in their face, they watched the morning sun rise in the horizon. It was a stunning experience. Once the entire team arrived at the drop zone, Molly and Abby shared their magical secret. Before we begin our hike, we must share some additional information, whispered Molly. Victor and Gypsy, you must swear to secrecy, not only for the duration of this adventure, but forever. Oh my, this does sound like a juicy tidbit, said Gypsy teasingly. Please do tell. Molly and I are able to cast an unseen spell, said Abby. What do you mean, an unseen spell, asked Victor. Don't be so tiresome, Victor. It's a spell to make it so others cannot see us, teased Gypsy. That is correct, said Molly. Once the spell is set in place, you can release yourself from its effect, but you cannot reset the spell. To release yourself, you need only think, release me from the unseen spell, or be seen. Only the intention has to be clear. The specific words are not required. We should cast the spell now, to be certain we are not spotted, suggested Abby. Any questions? Will we be able to see each other while under the spell, as well as those not under the spell? asked Gypsy. Clearly, we need to see if a badger approaches, and Victor and I must see Molly and Abby if they need snatching. Yes, you can see all things seen or unseen. 
However, and this is important, you are only unseen, you are not unheard. Silence may be necessary depending on the situation at hand, answered Molly. Molly and Abby linked tails and the group held hands forming a complete circle. We six are a team, make us unseen, said Molly. Without a sound, the rescue team vanished. Okay, friends, that's it for today. I'm Grandma Rachel, and I believe adventure has a way of finding those who look for it. Will you dare to look? Remember, your imagination is brilliant. Use it every single day. Until next time, this is Grandma Rachel. See you soon.